Hey, this is Lori Acker. Welcome to the Small Church Ministry Podcast. Welcome to episode 43 of the Small Church Ministry Podcast. I wanted to pop in today with some takeaways from last weekend's worship and tech conference, some really unique God moments that are happening, plus one super special announcement about an upcoming opportunity for small churches everywhere. I'm always so overwhelmed with the pouring out that happens at our conferences and the impact that one day, just a one day conference has. If you haven't been to one of our small church ministry conferences, up to this point, we've been holding them quarterly, and this past weekend was our ninth conference. I can't even believe it. But the fact that these online conferences are free to attend live, it makes them accessible to so many people who otherwise would not be able to come. People in Botswana and Poland and rural America, small churches with no budgets, um, or at least small budgets that don't allow them to travel to conferences for encouragement, support, and training that we all really need. And we hear this all the time, the gratefulness for all the free stuff that we offer, and not only that, but the quality of what we offer for free. We do not offer dollar store quality. It's amazing. It's transformative. And it's nowhere else on the planet, at least not right now, and not for small churches. So years ago, I remember taking a few of my Sunday school teachers to an in-person mini conference, or I think the people putting it on actually called it a regional workshop, maybe. But it was by one of those national children's ministry publishers or platforms. And I knew that this training was going to be fabulous because I had attended one just like it many years back when I was working at a very large church. And I remembered how excited my team was and how much goodness we walked away with. So here I am now serving at a small church and I got my four to five people really, really excited. I was begging them to take their Saturday morning off, promising them how good and great it would be for us and our ministry and even for them as individuals. I think for the five of us to attend, it was like $125, which might not seem like a big deal to big churches, but for us, This $125 was a quarter of our Sunday school budget, but I knew it was going to be worth it because I needed team building and training. And again, like I said, I'd been to these before and I knew how great it would be. So we go and we finish the three or four hour, you know, short training. And you know what happened? We all left deflated and feeling like we had wasted our time. We didn't learn anything new, at least not things that we could apply to our setting. There was a little bit of hype and there was some good teaching and I remember them giving out some prizes, but it did not help us. It did not apply to our small church. It didn't allow us time to bond as a team, like who we are as a people group, or we didn't even have purposeful conversation that really helped our unique challenges. I left feeling totally embarrassed that I had pushed this training and convinced them to come. Now, my team was so gracious. I remember them trying to point out the good stuff or looking for what they could apply, but I knew it. This was a miss. It was a total misstep because I was really just at the beginning of my journey of understanding how different small church ministry was 
from big churches, how unique it was, and really that it was a specialized kind of ministry. Because let's face it, our teams look different in small churches. Our community is different. And the opportunities that we have are amazing and huge and impactful. But it's also really different. It calls for different strategies, different application, and even a different way of working with our teams. And you know who can teach that? The only people who can teach that are people who live it, people who do life in small churches, people who have grabbed onto the goodness of small churches, who've seen God work in small spaces and in their personal lives in small churches. Because here's the reality. The only people who can really teach how to do small church ministry well are the ones who've been successful in small church ministry. And I'm also not saying the ones who should be teaching it are the ones who grew a church from small to big or who grew their small ministry to a bigger ministry, because that is not the heart of what we do at smallchurchministry.com. We are about joining God in what he's already doing in our small churches right now, because God may or may not grow your church in number. He never promised that. But he will grow you and he will draw more people unto him. Healthy small churches may or may not grow into healthy mid-sized churches. And by the way, we've all seen healthy mid-sized churches actually shrink into healthy small churches. We've seen it in the pandemic. I don't know if you have, but we have. And people are sharing about it because it is not the size or the number that pleases God. And it never has been. But I will tell you one thing that will never, ever happen. Unhealthy small churches do not become healthy when they grow in numbers. Your health is not based on number. Numbers don't make you healthy. But we can aim to be healthy small churches, to be serving in joy, to radiate God at work, no matter what the size and no matter what God decides to bring. Because by the way, he is the one who brings it. That is completely biblical. One thing to keep in mind is when the Bible talks about being known by our fruit, it actually doesn't talk about the number of our fruit. I was reading in Matthew 7 the other day, um, verses 17 and 18. It says, likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. And what I noticed so loudly, it was like it was shouting, is it doesn't say that a tree, a good tree, has a lot of good fruit, or a bad tree has less fruit. God could have said that. Please hear me. God could have said every good tree bears a lot of fruit, but that is not what scripture says. It says every good tree bears good fruits. So a good tree bears good fruit and a bad tree bears bad fruit. Do you see the difference though? In your small church or even in you as an individual, the better question to ask is not how much fruit you're bearing, but what kind of fruit you're bearing. 
So are you experiencing peace or panic? Are you experiencing freedom or frustration? Are you experiencing hope or hopelessness? If you are serving in women's ministry, children's ministry, or youth ministry, and you're tired of ideas that don't work with smaller numbers and smaller budgets, or pouring time into events that don't seem to be making a difference, or starting and restarting with new people but the same struggles, we have got you covered. Check out our ministry bundles with done-for-you resources that work the first time, a step-by-step plan that fits into your busy schedule, and a strategy that gets others excited to join too. You can find the links to check them out in the show notes. I believe we can experience peace and freedom and hope in any size church or any size ministry. That is good fruit. So if you're in a small church, what are you experiencing? It could be either or. It could be good fruit or bad fruit. So why don't we focus a little more on that, on the kind of fruit rather than our numbers? One thing that came up at the conference this past weekend, in fact, it honestly comes up at every single conference. Here it is. It's that defeatism is completely contagious. If you feel like a failure or defeated, it totally spreads in your ministry area and in your church. Have you ever been around a person of hope though? You know how they are hopeful and it's like you get their hope, like it just pours into you. If you or your leadership has lost hope, or you feel like your church is failing, this really does spread throughout your church. But the good news is the other side of what's contagious, again, is hope. Experiencing God's peace is contagious. Patience is contagious. Kindness is contagious. Gentleness is contagious. So how are you in all that? And what are you spreading? So God has this hope for us. He has peace for us, for you. And as much as we spread what's in us, other people also spread what's in them to us. So this gets back to our conference and one of the amazing things that happens at our conferences. At this past conference, we had 32 speakers, all excited about what God is doing in their small churches, excited about small church ministry, sharing different ways they have partnered with God and seen him work in their small churches. And those 32, that's just the speakers. Add another few hundred of people, you know, who are in attendance, sharing their wins and being excited too. And as I mentioned, it's contagious. At our conferences, we try to maintain a a really good mix of speakers, some who are in churches under 50. A lot of people call these micro churches. And then we have speakers who are in the larger small churches, like churches of 100 or 150 or even 200. We also work to have speakers who are in portable churches, who serve in church plants, because that's a very unique part of small church ministry. Because although small church ministry is different, it's not the same in all small churches. When you don't have a building, or when your congregation is mostly older, or if you're in a rural setting or inner city, the nuances are very different. 
And we all need to see hope in churches who are like us. So at our conferences and in our communities, we are careful to maintain a diversity that's part of our core values, diversity in denomination, in church size, in setting, in race, in even being multicultural and so much more. Now, whether you were able to join us at the conference or not, I want to share some of the hope that came from the conference. And these uh, pieces of hope I'm going to share with you actually came out of our post-conference survey. One of the questions we ask after each conference is, what will you do differently as a result of this conference? We're pretty big on transformation, if you haven't caught that yet. We're not just about imparting information. We want to see people transform. And so that's why we asked this conference, what will you do differently as a result of this conference? Now, I want to say in the past, often we get you know, comments like, not really sure what I'm going to do because I haven't processed yet or I want to get back and see what actually happens. But this conference, we had so many comments on this. What am I going to do differently? One person said this, I love the idea of doing a communion service the way Pastor Sargent suggested to engage people more throughout the service rather than just tacking it on at the end. Another person said, I want to help develop volunteers rather than just keep pulling from a draining lake. I love the idea of a tour de tech or a tour de worship to get people interested and in being part of the teams. Somebody else said, I'm excited to start a kid's choir. Another comment, I'm going to try to find tech volunteers. So there is more than one tech person, which is me. One speaker stated that the day no one comments about the sound is the best tech day. Another person said, I'm going to scale down the number of songs we choose from. And I'm going to start using the iSing app. Another attendee said, pray more. I want to enter as a worship leader, not as a song leader. Isn't that so beautiful? Just a few more. Somebody else said, I want to be more intentional about appreciating the people who do show up. I have a lot of thank you cards to write. Someone else said they're going to follow Paul's steps to identify, equip, and empower their multimedia volunteers. Somebody else mentioned, I'm going to make sure I'm filling my cup. I'm going to step back and let others take ownership for some of the many tasks that I have acquired. I'm going to let them do it their own way without me constantly trying to guide. And the last one I'll share here um, said, I will see myself as a worship leader. God has called me where I am. I cannot hide behind my insecurity. I'm also going to implement Nathan's steps that he taught on how to modernize hymns in our church services. You all, this is just a little tiny, like a little blip off the comments that we received from this conference. There is so much more. I was literally crying as I was copying and pasting which ones I wanted to share with you during the podcast today. It's so transformational. Just another couple comments with a few different questions we asked, and then I'm going to get on to some really cool announcement I want to share with you. But another question we asked in our post-conference survey was simply this, what was your favorite part about the conference? And one person said this, the multiple conversations and presentations about volunteers, how to invite and train and even retrain. 
Letting our lights shine as we volunteer, letting others make mistakes and learning from them, not expecting perfection, but letting people own the ministry and improve. There was so much more. Another person said, I was blown away by the professionalism, expertise, and breadth of experience that the small church ministry has to offer and all that we've accomplished in such a short time. Um, Just some amazing things. So if you have not been to our conferences, please reserve the 2023 dates. There's a link in the show notes with all the 2023 dates. We have them already. January for women's ministry. In April, we'll have children and youth. Um, Married to a pastor conference in July with pastor spouses. And tentatively, we have a worship conference scheduled, worship and tech conference scheduled again for next October. But honestly, we're considering moving it up to September and maybe even changing the focus of next year's conference conference to be about the holiday season and making Christmas and Advent just more meaningful in all the ministries within your church. So looping in kids and women's and youth and prayer and outreach and so much more in the Christmas season. So let us know what you think about that and we'll keep you posted and make a decision before the end of the year on where we're really headed. One last comment. Um, Somebody had said this, I'm not really sure how small church ministry came to me. It had to be Jesus because he brought the things I needed at the time I felt most discouraged. I have cried with you, laughed with you, been admonished, been encouraged, been given abundant support throughout this conference, and also been reminded that it's all about him. I am humbled and thankful. And I just want to say to that comment, me too. I always leave every conference humbled and thankful. If you are on our email list, you will not miss the upcoming dates. It was so sad in our Facebook community. We had people saying the day before that they wish they had known about it. And I'm just going to say with all the social media algorithms on Facebook and Instagram, it is a really great place to connect, but it is not the best place for announcements. If you worship, if you, sorry, if you missed the worship and tech conference, I am so sorry too, but just make sure to get on our email list. If you don't, if you do want to be updated about events and all the new resources that we have for small churches, because they are constant and ongoing. And before I go today, one of the things happening um, from these conferences is the desire to keep this learning community active and engaged, sharing hope and sharing solutions, support in following through with the intentions that we decide on that we want to apply from. So instead of having to wait three months till the next conference or one year till the next worship conference, we are so excited to invite you to join all new, brand new, just launching the Small Church Network. Now, you may have heard me talking about this a few months ago because we formed a founding members group. We had 50 churches join immediately in four different countries who have been meeting and sharing input to make this network incredible. So the Small Church Network is going to feature monthly training and networking spaces to connect. Our gatherings are going to take place in Hopin 
Open, which is the platform we love for our conferences. There is so much capacity for breakout rooms, co-working, trainings, recordings, and so much more. And although we cannot offer the Small Church Network for free, we are keeping the cost as low as we can for your entire church for a full year. It is less than $15 a month. $179 for the full year, and this includes a recorded training at each of our meetings to share with your entire church. So with volunteers or potential volunteers or team members or with your pastor, the potential is pretty phenomenal. And if you're a small church, this means that everyone from your small church can attend each month. This is not a per person cost. Please hear that. That makes a big difference. The network cost is for your whole church. And if you don't want to join the network, non-members can jump into each monthly live training at $19 per person. Now that does not include the recordings to share, and that is a per person cost. So the best deal, of course, with the most impact is to sign up for the network membership for your whole church, because then you'll have the recordings, resource bundles, and the freedom to invite others from your church to the live events, plus the rights to share that recording throughout your church body. So we are planning to make this time zone friendly across the entire globe. For our founding members kickoff meeting, we had three different live training sessions and networking and breakout rooms, and it was a total hit because everybody had a time that that would work for them. So we are ready to go public and start building the first and only global network for small churches with training components, breakout rooms, and more led by small church people for small church people. This way, we'll get to keep the momentum from the quarterly conferences going strong, be able to offer consistent ongoing support, deeper relationships, and all this outside of the Facebook platform. Our Facebook community and everything we're we're doing, our blog and everything is remaining free for everyone. So before you say, wait, is this replacing anything? No, we are literally adding on. We are so about sharing not only hope for small churches, but strategies for successful small church ministry, connecting you with people who are excited to join God right where he's working, not wishing for something more or different or bigger, but truly experiencing God at work, joining him in his calling right where you're planted. So how does that sound to you? Our first public meeting of the network is launching November 8th, 2022. We are having a big launch party with exclusive resource downloads and prizes. Um, As I mentioned, the meetings are totally open to non-members too. So if you're waiting to join, you can pop in and check it out for just $19 a ticket just for you for the evening. But again, for network members, you can invite others in your local church at no additional cost. And remember, the network membership covers your small church. So if you're listening when this episode goes live, we'll be getting more info out about the launch party and invitations, hopefully by the end of this week. If you're listening later, just go visit the link in the show notes for the link to join and check out the next upcoming network meeting. If you are all in though, and you're like, wait, wait, I want to join. I'm totally ready. If you're ready to join this movement that is transforming small churches globally, please join us. The link is in the show notes. You can join the network at smallchurchministry.com slash network. You can join it today. 
And keep in mind, less than $15 a month covers 10 monthly network meetings during the year, uh, breakout rooms, recorded trainings, resource packs, and a community that is contagious with hope, as well as strategies that work. I would love to have you join us like today. We will send you a little welcome letter. You'll get to set up a call with me. And that's what I've got for you with a heart overflowing from the conference and so much more goodness coming up. Before you go, do check out that link. Whether you are ready to join all in or you just want to get some more information, go to smallchurchministry.com slash network. The link is also in the show notes, but come join with others to share hope, keep the momentum going, move forward and making the impact God has for you. Um, Join today and you will get a little welcome letter in the mail, as well as be able to set up a one-on-one welcome call with me. So until next week, let God meet you in whatever you're facing, in the good stuff, in the challenges, and just bear good fruit without worrying about how much fruit, bear good fruit, because that's the heart of Jesus. So until next week, be a light.